Hello and welcome to the five-year spectacular finale of the first five years of the Comedy Button. Those five years are over. They're finally done and that's it. It's not done yet. Uh, Five years of doing this show, uh, it's been a tremendous, tremendous, incredibly stupid, fun, wonderful, and at times touching, crying, impoverished, horrible, painful, miserable, just fantastic, beautiful ride of a shit show. And to clarify, we're not ending the show. We've just been doing it for five years. Yeah, that's it. This is just our yeah. book. Uh, so we're just taking a uh, second. Also, I don't think any of us are impoverished. No, no. yeah, that was, that was the one word that stuck out there. It's like, eh, like no, we've done okay for ourselves. Uh, honestly, uh, the joke well is pretty dry. Ah, uh, ah, uh, joke well, you old shit. That's back run. at it again, you fuck. Uh, that one's run out of coins. Uh, I'm Ryan Altano. With me is Max Scoville. Hello. Ryan Scott. Five years and several odd weeks, because that's how we roll. That's right. And Scott Bromley. What's going on, Internet? I need to put this goof barn fire out. Together since day one. This is sh- this show's always been sort of a secret to people. I think they still, to this day, they're like, you do a comedy show? I'm like, motherfucker. Yes, we do. Yeah. 200-something, 50-something episodes. Uh, a dozens more Patreon episodes. Uh, but we could not have done any of that on our own, because we're tired, sad old men. So, uh, over the last five years, we've actually enlisted the help of, of many, many, many weird, wonderful people uh, from all over the place that we've invited into this room to record this show with us. Uh, and we thought we'd celebrate today by showcasing just how fucking great it is when we play well with others. Yeah. So in honor of uh, a great achievement, we are doing a clip show because that's what we learned from uh, TV. The Simpsons. The Simpsons, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, we're kind of recycling some footage here, but this is a... Family Matters. Who's the boss? This is sort of a crash course of everyone who's ever been on our show. Uh, the we, news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is uh, this is all of our guests who've ever come on the show. and uh, That's not true. This is just a small sample. Nope, of not all of them. Oh, okay. We got as many as we could. And we, can. I, we can't even say the best stuff because the ones that we don't feature are going to be like, what the fuck? Uh, come on, man. All right. So if we didn't feature you, then you fucked up or we fucked up or something. But in any case, uh, but if you are here, if you're on the show, you are the top cream. You are the cat's dick. Oh my god, just the best, the best of the like top shelf booze, just the best. You know, you're the yeah. you're the hundred dollar collector's edition. You're the, the humpback DLC. whale's vagina. Think but, of those pajamas. But yep. if you didn't make the cut, I mean, what the fuck, man? We invited you over here to record the show with us. You who'd really who do we forget? Really dropped the ball. Um, there was uh, Billy Zabka. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, from yeah. Karate Kid was here. Billy um, Zane. The uh, the weird uh, the, the the gargoyle gremlin was here. Once. Oh, yeah, buff skunker. That's mm-hmm. right. That sucked. We had yeah. the, we had the gorilla from Overwatch was on. He just really shit the bed on uh, that, Hampton. literally. Yeah, Hampton the gorilla from Overwatch. Hey man. We had the skeleton from the VHS cover to the movie uh, Creep Show. Oh, cool. Anyway, without further ado, here are the top fifteen. No, just kidding. Here are some of our great friends who came through in the last five years. Thank you so much for rocking with us, and we can't wait to keep going. This is Anthony Carboni. I want to congratulate the guys at the Comedy Button for making five years worth of shows. Five years, that is longer than most friendships or romantic relationships. That's, you guys have chosen for half a decade to put all of your time and effort into this podcast instead of human connections. And I want you to be proud of that, but also remember that when you're on your deathbeds, all alone, hoping for a podcast to come and hold your hand. I got one, check this out. Dinosaurs. (laughs) Tell me more. Dinosaurs at the gynecologist's office. <laughs> All right, we're making it. Mm-hmm. No, no, we're not no, going to make that. No, we're not going to make that. Okay. Spider cane. It's a uh, hurricane with spiders. Spider cane is so wow. good. Wow. That's good. That's really good. good. Yeah. Holy shit. No, we should actually make spider cane, though. Diarrhea wolf. 
No, I like that one too. I like that one too. I have another one. Hold on. It's a wolf that bites you, and you think it's every full moon you get bad snake diarrhea. Snake quake. Snake quake. Oh shit! There's a 10.5 earthquake, and a shitload of snakes come out of the ground. Yeah. yeah. Listen, and we can bolt everybody. everything down. We can get underneath all of the door frames. You can't. But stop. they can come out of the cracks. You can't stop a snake quake. I just like the special effects. Like the room starts shaking, all these snakes fall out of the ceiling. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, because their whole house was insulated with snakes. Yep. They didn't know. They didn't know. Because they, the snake, because they're the kind of snakes that lie dormant until the vibrations of the earthquake yeah. wake them I up. I thought you it was because did, the contractor did, uh... was cutting corners. <laughs> <laughs> you picked a lot of fucking hard consonants to tack an S onto the end there. Yeah. We could, uh, we could do that on the cheap because we could buy a bunch of rubber snakes that just fall from the ceiling. We could buy a bunch of rubber snakes. Like we don't already have a bunch of rubber snakes. Oh, yeah. we, have well, rubber yeah. snakes. we should just use our own personal rubber snakes if we're committed to the project. I own two hoses. So when were you They're guys... both green like boa constrictors. When were you guys I hope, first I hope, diagnosed I hope, with, with Asperger's? I hope Tiffany Amber Thiessen is free that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we too. need a star. <laughs> wow. What about, right. I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. Thiessen of the Witch. Oh. Oh, okay. it's like season of the witch, but it's Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> Is it How a bunch of Tiffany Amber Thiessens? Yes. And they're all witches. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Uh-huh. That's the that's the one right. <laughs> that's all the right. One. So uh, here we go. Oh shitload of Tiffany Amber Thiessens. They're running around with kooky witch hats. Call <laughs> this movie Thiessen of the Witch. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> but they're all from different points in her career. When you so got, some of them are from so like, all, you got a Kelly all two points. One. Some are from nine hundred two one zero. Some are from Fast Break. Yeah, yeah. Some that's are, the McG one. Yeah. <laughs> You get the one of those uh, fucking uh, the green screen, and you put them in the front of it, and you can make it look like there's more than one. There's a, a country western I wanna, decent from son-in-law. I want to make yes. a I want to make a movie. It's a disaster movie about uh, due to you know the heating of the earth, we've melted enough ice that it has uncovered a new breed of bug that is now spreading over and taking over everything. It's called global swarming. <laughs> Yes! That's good. These are all doable. That's really good. Yeah. Only, I would watch any of these. If only we had some kind of reverse straw. <laughs> I, I really want to watch no, somebody Quake. Like the head, the head of DARPA is watching his son suck bugs up in a, in a straw. And he's like, wait a minute, son. You may have just figured it out. Mr. President, I need all of the plastic and tarps we have in America. <laughs> I like that the head of DARPA has So wait, it's like a straw. No, it's not a straw. (laughs) It's a blowgun. He's just got the dumbest son. He's just like eating stuff under the sink. And he's like, well, all right, son. I'm doing notes over here. Real important math notes with different signs on them all over. (laughs) President Bart Vomit has issued a a state of emergency address, dude. Oh, man. This whole time, I'm not going to lie. I've been racking my brain. What are other disaster types? I got one. Ghost Guard. It's about a bunch of ghosts from the ocean. <laughs> They're coming in. Everyone who died at sea yeah. has come back. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Now, yeah. is the ghost guard, are the ghost guard the bad guys, or are they the people that are specifically going after the sea ghosts? No, it's like a perfect storm, except there's flying Dutchmans everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of flying Dutchmans coming in. It's like that Return of the Kings bit where they got the big glow-in-the-dark ship. Okay. Okay. I mean, I would watch any of these, and I think they're all doable with a weekend in like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, we basically need a reverse straw though for global swarming, so we can collect enough bugs to actually film our scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, we have to use because I'm really into practical effects. Yeah, of course, we need. Real I don't bugs. want to use CGI bugs. Yeah, 
Bugs are like the last thing in movies you can still hurt and get away with. God, I really want to see Snake Quake. I really want to see Snake Quake. Let's kickstart it. Let's do it. I am dead serious about kickstarting Snake Quake. Yeah. I love the idea. I love the idea of of a skyscraper. Ripping in half and just snakes and there's just snakes out in the middle, <laughs> yeah. and they're giant. Yeah, they're giant because that's huge. the finale. That's what gets them out. Oh, really? Yeah. They, I don't like that. They came out from under the ground. <laughs> oh, oh no! Is oh that, no! I think I was yeah, thinking good, all... reasonable size, normal. I snakes. want, I want like geysers that would normally shoot water. Yeah. Oh no! With snakes, yeah, can I, everything can I in nature. Oh yeah, is like, totally. I, fucked. There's a car. There's a, <laughs> like uh, Ian Ziering is trying to escape the snake quake, and he hits a fire hydrant on his way out, and as the fire it's just snakes coming <laughs> out of the fire hydrant, killing all sorts of... They've gotten of, into the water yes, supply. All sorts of people from American Pie 1 are just getting eaten yeah. by snakes. Yep. <laughs> can, I, can I be the guy who just, like, everything's going to hell, and I just come out of the house, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then the house, like, explodes, and a bunch of snakes just You're in yeah. white me, polka dot I'm like, ah, eat me? Yes. Can I be that guy? I think he would be the scientist. You're always the scientist that would come out and warn everyone and be like, I don't know, guys, I really think the Earth is not... 90% snakes, snakes. And like that's impossible. I like the idea of you getting an extended We would have seen it on our instruments. You, you come walking out of your house and it, it cuts to you. You come out of this house and the house explodes and snake goes everywhere. You're not- and, you, and you look up and you go, what? What in the hell's going on? Mike. And it cuts to other things exploding with snakes coming out. It cuts back to you and you're like, what is all this? And it keeps going. Like, what is what is the meaning of this? And it keeps going. And yeah. it, more things are like, exploding. It's like snakes in the middle of the movie. Yeah. In my but mind, then at the end, you're is it also- snakes? <laughs> and then you just go back inside your house, and that's it. And but then at the end, you're also like the grandpa in uh, Lost Boys, <laughs> where like you just solve it all at the very last second and the very last shot of it, and you're just like, damn snakes all the time. I, I kind of want to see a movie that just doesn't resolve itself for shit, and it just keeps showing shit exploding into snakes. The, the ending? But, but the then, ending is And then it, it just... goes 20 years later, and it shows Ryan sitting, and he's got this wizard beard on, and he's like, and that's what happened with all those snakes. But he's telling <laughs> the, the story end. to Snakes. A bunch of snakes. <laughs> and no that's how you left. all came to and be. And that's how your mother and I fell in love. Hey, comedy button, it's Greg Miller from KindOfFunny.com. Congratulations on five years. Fans might remember when I came through for episode 100, and I was so good, I was never invited back. Here's, here's me on that episode. What uh? What are some of the weird things that nobody tells anybody about cancer? I'm always like, I'm always Jesus. Wait, wait, can I? Can did, I all, did your hair all fall out? Yes, all, like all of it. Yeah, like all over. Well, I mean, like it, yeah. when people say, "Did your hair fall out?" I always thought, yeah, it would fall out to be like Lex Luthor, right? Like when he got in Smallville when he gets hit by the meteor. But it was more like uh, there was one like Steimer fucked me, my girlfriend. Where she, all right. well, I mean, a few times. Nice. But then she also one day said to me like my third treatment, and she's like, "Oh, it's awesome, your hair hasn't fallen out yet." I'm like, "I know." And then the next day in the shop. Hour, I went like that and came back and it was all in my hand. Yeah. And it was one of those things. I still have a really thick head of hair. So like mm-hmm. I lasted till the up at noon on Thursday. That was like a Sunday or whatever. So it, it wasn't like it was like all falls out at once, but it's like there's no tension to it. So you tug it and it could come out. Oh, that's so and so cool. like when I was like, I when before we had a uh, Randy Pitchford shave it, I gave an intro that didn't get used in the show where I'm like, eh, you might not know, it, but my hair is coming out. And I went like that and pulled out a huge clump and the audience is like, oh, yeah, we shot it. We didn't air so, it. Yeah, so, there was, I mean, we did two versions of it. Yeah. Did that happen with like all your hair on your body? Yes. Yeah, Anthony was the first person to ever ask me that. It was did my pubes fall out and stuff? And I was like, I've never thought of it. And then when like one of my when I remember when I got off chemo, I came with Anthony one day. I'm like, oh yeah, my my pubes are falling out big time. <laughs> 
I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about it. But when it's back, it's like, holy shit. What about like leg hairs and stuff? Is it leg hair? I'm real sh- hairy in the chest too. That I never noticed. But again, it's all a tension thing. So okay. clearly I'm working, I'm working down working, here right. quite working a bit shaft, on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Working the shaft. Yeah, reading the those balls. books. Yeah. So what, like, okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm curious. <laughs> Wait, what, can I, can I ask him a question that I've been dying to ask you? Yeah, please. Do. Okay. So you and I both had near death experiences. Right. I had an actual death experience. You had a near death experience. Now, oh, oh, oh Scott Brommer. Well, look at oh, my death oh, was more oh, actually than yours. Oh, Christ, let me ask I you. was more dead. Let me fucking set up the question. <laughs> fucking Christ. All right. So one of the things that that uh, I, ha- I had happened to me, and the doctor told me, like, hey, you're going to have a moment where everything hits you at once, and you don't know when it's going to happen, and when it happens, it's not going to make sense to you at all. Like, for me, it was during watching... Uh, Armageddon during the fun we're all training montage right. and I'm like <laughs> they're having so much fun I'm alive yeah. type of thing did you have that moment you warned me about this I did you warn came you about over it. while I was getting I chemo I didn't but here's the one caveat to it and why I don't even put myself in your camp mm-hmm. is that and people always find this weird I never thought I was going to die from it okay like when I found out I you know it was piece by piece that okay something's wrong you might have cancer it's probably cancer you have cancer they when they said it was Hodgkin's lymphoma I went and checked it on Wikipedia and it's like if you're you know 30 or below if you get this cancer your survival is like 85 percent right my cousin, and i'm like well right, i'm gonna be fucking because that night i was also telling you because my cousin had it when she was 16 right she, right she right right, right, right stuff that you did yeah and so like i never thought for a second i was gonna die and like mm-hmm. my problem was that i totally totally underplayed it you know what i mean like i thought i had this in the bag that this would be a problem because like when i was working in the newspaper before i ever moved out here I ended up following this kid named Tim Grant, who was a six-year-old who had neuroblastoma. Mm-hmm. And before I ever came to the paper, they had followed him through his chemo. He had beaten it. It was like this huge success story, right, from mid-Missouri. Right. He got it again. It was super aggressive. And I followed him for what would be his last six months. And mm-hmm. he was, like, going through, like, intense chemotherapy. Totally, like, you know, I had to get signed off by doctors and all this stuff. It was, like, you know, they, some experimental treatment. And... I, I think like a lot of people, and maybe not as many nowadays. Again, I know it sounds crazy to be like back in fucking 2005, it was a different world. Right. But like, chemo wasn't really represented in TV and movies yet. So right. like, when people are like, they're getting chemo, I thought, oh, he's getting like bombarded by radiation in a tube. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I went to his first chemo session, and they hooked him up to an IV, and he sat there and played DS. Like he sat there and played DS for four hours, and then one You're time like, I'm gonna do that, but with Sony system. Exactly. No, 100. percent I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm gonna, go, you know, I'll get four hours off of work five hours off of work i will go there and i will play vita and i will get trophies and i'll have an excuse not to do work i can finally turn off and yada 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 and that first time i went there it was such a clusterfuck of disaster where it was like that was the first like uh, you know i went there and they test something on me and they're like oh some people are allergic like one in i don't even know a hundred or a thousand are allergic to this chemotherapy so we'll try it on you and they pricked me with it i'm like ow that hurt and like oh really like that shouldn't hurt and but we'll keep an eye on it don't worry i'm like all right great they leave i'm talking to christine and you out of the fucking blue bam like the entire left side of my body goes dead and so i lift up my hand and i slam it down on the bell and she's like something's wrong and i'm like yeah oh my god my whole like i had bell's palsy on my left side she's like wait 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 dick clark's sick let me get you (laughs) and so like the doc you know the nurse comes in i explain what's happening she leaves and when they bring the doctor back in like i'm talking to all of them and everybody's face goes to tinfoil and the entire room goes to tinfoil except people's eyes what and it was it was i lost my vision they're like you were having allergic to reaction to bleomycin you were allergic to bleomycin and there's nothing we can do because i thought it was the iv they were giving me but they were just giving me saline to get me ready and they're like 
It's the injection we gave you in your arm. Like we gave you that much in your arm, like the tiniest amount. You have to work through it. So on top of having my first chemo, I worked through this thing for four hours. So you were just like tripping balls. Totally. Yeah. But it wasn't like a fun tripping, right? Like I was totally cognizant of everything that was happening and everything else. And so like, you know, the thing is like, you know, I had my first chemo. Jeez, it would have been August of last year, right? So, like, well over a year now, I still have the bruise. Like, every day I see the bruise from where they gave me bleomycin. Like, it just hasn't gone away. So, wow. you should probably just avoid any foods that have bleomycin. Exactly. Well, it's funny when I go to the dentist. They're like, do you have any new medical or allergies? I'm like, yeah, bleomycin. They're like, what's that? I'm like, unless you decide on the whim to give me chemotherapy, don't fucking worry about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just think you're making up shit you're allergic to. I'll try this bleomycin out. Yeah. Hey, Comedy Button, I want to congratulate you on five years of a amazing doing whatever the fuck it is you do from the t-shirts to i'm guessing there's probably bumper stickers that someone has on their laptop to um that's it you guys have produced some of the best whatever it is you do for the last five years and i really hope that you get to keep doing it that thing that this is you know um all of you are just the greatest whether it's brian max tall guy sad guy nerd guy you are all my best friends and the world will never get tired of talking about pop culture from the 1990s keep riding it just keep riding it because that train is never reaching a station congratulations i love you all and um i'm gonna stop now he forgot to mention it but that was mike drucker he's a i don't know like a comedian or something I had a girl who has to pee on me. Really? Wow. Yeah, I said no. Hmm. Were you on tour at the time? No, no. It was like a girl I was starting to see for a while. She she asked to do it, like not if you wanted it. No, she she asked to do it. She was like, she's like, I really get off on peeing on. I really have to go right now. No, she's like, I get off on peeing peeing on people, and I was like, I'd really like it if you didn't pee on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be nice. Well, and because you try to be nice about it, because it's not like you're like fuck you, because you know it's yeah. a very hard thing for someone to ask. Yeah. Right? They're being they're being they're, they're opening being up to you. I, yeah. I, I'm asking a real question. Did, did did the conversation get to the point where you were like, how does it work exactly? No. Where no. where do we go? Do we pee in the shower on each other, or do we do it in the bed and get some rubber sheets? Also, wait, no. does, she, she, does she get off on peeing on you, or get off during peeing? on you because that's like a 25 second window <laughs> i don't i know, I, you know especially I for I girls because yeah. they just whoosh. yeah i didn't ask it's like putting your finger on a hose <laughs> but she was you like, know what you were going to get some email explaining this now and that's the problem with this shit i am 20 i am 29 <laughs> years old i am a female i have peed on a man here's how it works one i like your voice for for women that pee on men you got it get a job being a sixth grade gym teacher okay <laughs> If you expect sexual intercourse, you drink three glasses of water. Not too many, not too few. Close your eyes and envision that he is a sexual muscular turlet. Two, make sure it's either in a bathtub or a bed with a rubber sheet. If, if, a, if a girl's peeing on you during sex, how do you not look like anything but Charlie Brown the entire time? Uh, <laughs> like, you blockhead. I just imagine you'd look like, like the kids in the, in the Super Soaker commercials and you're just kind of like covering oh. your face. Like, yeah. Oh no! He got me. <laughs> maybe you like maybe, but maybe you're not supposed to do that because, like, I'm sure, like, being like, Ugh, no. What if, like, just, like, what if you just like throw your arms over your head and like shout like you're on Splash Mountain? You know, mm-hmm. I, I think you're supposed to do it like a shampoo commercial. You're supposed to be like, oh, like you're supposed to like move your like head herbal essences. Like you yeah, rub yeah. it in your hair and your mouth and shit. Like, yeah. oh. mm. 
Oh, yeah, baby. Just no, piss no, no, on no, all no. over me. Yeah, but I said the nay now to it. Did yeah. this girl eventually pee on you? Is that where it gets... No. No, 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 no. You never let it happen? No. All right. We didn't date sure. super long. Had you dated super long? Why did she have to go? <laughs> no, she was. <laughs> no, just she was. She was not fun to date. She was not a fun. Lady. Really? Yeah. She was not a fun. Was lady she not a pee ling? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think. When, of when you tried and nothing when was you, coming. When you tried breaking up with her, did you say you're in trouble now? <laughs> oh, I see. That's what I wanted. It's a good one. Thank you. Hey guys, Jack DeVries here. Congratulations to the comedy button on five years of an amazing podcast. Here's a fun fact. Every time those dudes invite me out, they get me drunk enough that I tell a very embarrassing story about my sex life. Here's one of them now. So, um, this is the first time I ever had something in my ass. Um, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so... The guy I was dating at the time, um, I was kind of like, eh, you know, like I want to like ease into this, and I want to just like let you start, Literally. let right. you start kind of <laughs> right. going at it. So he's like, oh, I kind of have some like, I have like a couple toys that are kind of like we can we can do this slowly. Right, Bruce so Wayne like, from Batman in the animated series. Uh, there was a Clayface toy. There was <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, so he took all Go his bots. action figures out. Anyway, um, I you know that would be that would be less creepy. Um, <laughs> So I thought so, that was a man. Now it's a plane. That's crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're Sorry, we're kid. we're doing stuff and 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 I'm not like completely inexperienced. So I'm kind of like this. I just want to know that Anthony has left the room. He has left the room. He's so weirded out about this. Mm-hmm. He left, or he has to pee. He's One of those. Or, or masturbating. Or yeah. <laughs> no, he's coming back. He's coming back. So things are going on, and I'm like, this this feels a little different than than what I was expecting it to feel like. Right. And so I'm kind of like, okay, word, that's man. weird. Not in, a, not in a bad way, just kind of not what I was expecting. So it was fine. Um, we get to the end of it, and I kind of like, so we're done. And I'm like, thanks, okay. And I kind of like look <laughs> to you. see what he was using, just kind of expecting a dildo. It's this um, inflatable, <laughs> it's an inflatable, inflatable sex toy. Inflatable? Wait, hold on. It's inflatable because it is a dog penis that has... And if you guys are familiar with dog penises, which I do not expect you to be, it's like a lipstick. I mean, there's, we've there's, all seen it's a red. red rocket. It's yeah, red, red rocket. But but canines have like like a knot at the end. This like bulbous <laughs> thing that grows bigger so that they can like lock in to to like a female oh, dog, right? To so a I'm bitch. like I'm like, what's this weird like bulbous thing? So like it inflates, so you That's can like whoa. make the thing get bigger. Whoa. So basically, the first time I ever whoa. had something like. Mm-hmm. Really, it was a in, in there. It was like a German Shepherd's dick. <laughs> like cool dog was just uh, up in my ass, and and I never get that back. <laughs> yeah, well, Jack, that sounds rough. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, you'll never get that back. No. <laughs> you lost your anal virginity to an inflatable dog dick. Yeah. yeah. Lost it. You fucking That's... lost it to Spud McKenzie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, he really is a party frenzy. <laughs> this is Jared Petty. For five years, the comedy button has been making all our lives a little dumber, and I'm grateful for it. For some reason, these really funny people sometimes invite my objectively unfunny carcass over to record with them. 
and those evenings spent chatting in Scott's living room about stupid animals and delicious barbecue. Those are warm and precious memories to me. So thank you for letting me come over and play. And thanks for all the laughs. And above all, thanks for helping carry me through one of the hardest years of my entire life. You two Mama Amber Tamblin boys, and God bless. You said a really amazing thing to me uh, where you said that uh, Japan is pretty much like a bento box in that everything um, has its place. Yeah, everything in life is compartmentalized. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. And if you're in the time and the place, you're allowed to indulge in. I talked you, about. Did you do some weird kinky shit in Japan? Uh, no, no, I I, uh, I did not. Uh, I wanted to remain married. Um, <laughs> Good call. Uh, yeah, the the opportunities to do that are readily available if you're yeah. in Japan. But uh, no. You never, uh, you never had sex with a woman while octopus shit in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing like that ever took place. Yeah. You but ever I made can, out in a car while I can a tell, sumo wrestler beat it to death? I can tell stories about friends. Now, <laughs> I bonus have, points. Might have beaten a car. Uh, I was, um, but no, you know, here's the, the you thing. Ever built a son out of robot parts? <laughs> if it gets so angry, your tentacles fucked the whole school. <laughs> I was Santa Claus for several hundred, like, Japanese kindergartners. That oh, that's fun. fucking awesome. Uh, that was pretty amazing. Because, okay, I'd walk in, I'm a cartoon character in that country. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm about six feet tall, which is not that tall, but in Japan, that's tall. I am fat. People in Japan are not fat. I am bald. People in Japan are not bald. I have a beard. People in Japan don't have beards. Yeah. So I am the fattest, tallest, hairiest, baldest thing these <laughs> four-year-olds ever seen. I'm like a freaking cartoon character. You're Doctor like, Robotnik. Yeah, I am. It's like that thing, whatever it is, is not human. And then I'd come in, and these kids, you know, they just use me as a jungle gym, and you make friends with them, and they give you a garbage can to put all their exactly. animals in. And so I dress up as Santa Claus, and like ch- children, like you know, literally like taking you down. And Japanese children do this thing called concho. Where they think it's really, really funny to try to stick their fingers in your rear end. Um, Whoa, that's not funny. That's yeah, that's Japanese called concho. Children. That's considered the height of comedy in Japan. Japanese children, if you're listening to the show, that's it's sort of the height of comedy, but please don't <laughs> uh, do Frankly, that. Japanese adults find it funny, too. Like, cu- cu- husbands and wives do it and think it's the cutest Really? Thing. I've never heard of this in my life. And it's that's... called concho, which is the Japanese word for enema. And they'll, like, they'll oh take my like, God. Yeah, I'm not talking about, like, poking you on the room. I'm talking about, like, poking you, taking your fingers and making, like, a fake gun with both hands and just jamming it. Like, and so you have to be careful because your little kids think this is hilarious. And if you bend over, they'll come up behind you and try to do it. Uh, I, I had a friend that was in a classroom with two junior high, like boys that were best friends. And one of them was leaning over his desk to get a pencil. And the other one just jams his finger as and they, and far they, as he can. And then he looks over at the teacher and he's like, Japanese culture. And they live inside her now. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's how it works. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Andrew Goldfarb. And Zach Ryan. Uh, Comedy Button Boys, congrats on uh, 100 episodes? 500, Andrew. They made it to 500 episodes. 500 episodes. Jesus Christ. That's, is it really 500? It's a lot. It's yeah. not. It's No, it's not 100 or 500. It's five years. Anyway, oh. here's the time uh, that we came on the show to talk about our Europe trip. So. Yep. We went to Europe. It was uh, not that long ago, so you probably heard it anyway. But, uh... Uh, congrats, guys, on on five whole wonderful years. The big five zero zero. The big five. No, what do you got? <laughs> Thanks a lot. We got high on the train surrounded by Amsterdam two before, surrounded like, by two competing bachelor parties. Yeah, too. which is like, oh, it, which Jesus. is like, it's like buying an assault rifle on the plane to America. How long <laughs> is this train ride? It's a two-hour train ride. <laughs> okay, it's not bad. It wasn't yeah. terrible yet, but it was really funny because we were going, we were going into Amsterdam on a Saturday morning. So it was very clearly like two bachelor parties that are going to go to Amsterdam, just get fucked up for a night, yeah. and then come back the next day. This is the this is the the boat ride to the part in Pinocchio where they all turn into donkeys. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I realized that, like, I do more planning when I go to Oakland. 
Like where I'm like, how am I going? How am I getting to Oakland? All right, how am I getting home? What am I eating there? Did you guys have a place to stay? Yeah, we yeah, had a hotel. Okay. We had hotels. Yeah, we had hotels knew. booked, but that was it. That's yeah. a fucking great way to travel. Yeah, yeah it was really, it was really fun. It was actually really, very stress free. Well, see, the thing about it was is, there, like, was there Wi-Fi on the train? Uh, kind of, probably. Yeah, like yeah. very, very spotty shitty. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I love that that kind of thing where you're like you're kind of almost there, and you're like, I'll do like preliminary research. I'll just type in. Well, you know, that was the other scary thing was like we were on preset data plans, and all of us were playing this like shitty Russian roulette of like who can come the closest without going over and spending extra money on data. Basically, yeah, we were like kind of Wi-Fi hopping, which is yeah, I think that's was, actually, actually very fun. Yeah. It was free because we weren't checking like Twitter. Russian roulette seconds. is the wrong thing to describe German Wi-Fi. Like, <laughs> uh, That's so fair. fair. So fair we're point. we're on this train in between a a bunch of drunk German dudes in the back in the hallway who are hanging out by the bathroom like bullies, and they're like they're <laughs> drinking beer and they have their shitty like iPod Nanos or whatever. They're blasting German house music. The entire everyone knows time. for girls. Yeah, and then ten rows up. There was a bachelor party that we were. I was in fucking tears. We were crying. It was a. They all had matching shirts that said Florian is getting married. Oh my god! So and then that's a a thing in Cologne though is that every Friday night there is a bachelor and bachelorette thing where they they all come and they meet by the church in matching shirts. So So we're really is that that's so weird? That's a thing. Yeah. So these guys all took those shirts on a train. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Florian squad gets on the train and they're all wearing these black shirts and one of them eventually gets up and he's wearing a white shirt and he turns around and the back of his shirt says. Oh shit, I'm Florian. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, these guys are hilarious. I want these guys to fight the German guys. Yeah. The other, like, I want a gang situation where the guys in the front fight the guys in the back. Everyone dies. It's on the news. We don't understand the news. And, eventually, and then we leave. Eventually, the, the first group sent Florian out. To, directly to you to like wander the train with a tray full of goodies that were shaped like dicks yeah like he had like a bunch of like dick lollipops like it was obviously like a yeah. like a bachelor party hazing kind of thing but they're like all right florian like a candy striper basically you take all these dicks and you go to try to sell them <laughs> to some people on the train and of course he, he comes right to us <laughs> straight to me and i'm high as a fucking kite and he comes to me and he's like you like oh, he starts he starts you doing to penis i'm not <laughs> It's not the first time I've been, I've been told that I look like I like a good dick, but it's like, he comes right to me and he starts talking to me in, in German, and I'm just like, no thanks, dude, I don't want any of Commissar. <laughs> it took me forever to convince this guy to go away, but it was just like, then I saw him go back. You liked went, good penis. He went, he, went to the, he went to the group in the back, and then Brian and I and Andrew were like, oh, here it the comes. Fight. Oh. Here comes the fight. And then instead, he just, they just talked about all the dick goods. They're they all had. friends. They yeah. probably yeah. all dick pops. Yeah. Uh, and then Florian goes back to his friends, and this like uh, 14-year-old girl walks by, and Florian does this hard, gross Ooh. checkout on her. Yeah. And it was this like, was oh, Florian's a pedophile. Wow, this yeah, is this not girl, funny this girl was like yep. wandering the train asking people to sign some petition. She was asking people if they spoke German, and then they, would they sign this petition? <laughs> and she was very clearly in a like a high school, like a school uniform. And we were like, "No, nah, we don't speak German. Sorry, move along." And then when she got, she gets to Florian, and Florian is just like, uh, "Excuse me," <laughs> and did like a good hard stare. And all three yep. of us were like, "Ooh, Florian." <laughs> yep. Not a yeah. good luck. Yeah, Florian was definitely trying to fuck some. Uh, some I just, I, honestly, I, I know we're kind of shitting on Florian here, but Florian, congratulations on your wedding. I hope, <laughs> I hope it went well. Thank you for listening to the comedy yeah. button. Yeah. I don't think he's a listener. <laughs> I, I, we kept expecting to pick up the Amsterdam news the next day, like the spinning newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> it just says, like, Florian arrested for it, which is, you can't get arrested for anything in Amsterdam. 
Hey, Comedy Button fans, I'm Ryan McCaffrey, the guy that knows absolutely everything about DeLoreans because I had one for 12 years. DeLoreans, as you may know, are made out of stainless steel. You know what else should be made out of stainless steel? Trombones. Because you know what? Who wants a rusty trombone? Wait, why am I seeing so many hands raised? Huh. That's weird. Anyway, congratulations to the Comedy Button guys on five years worth of shows. Here's my segment when I talked about owning a DeLorean. If you wa really want to get some ass in a car, buy a DeLorean. Really? Provided it's man ass. Oh, yeah. I was going to okay. say. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. ultimate sausage party. Yeah, I don't think I've ever oh, met a woman DeLorean. who's like, stoked on DeLoreans. Yeah, it's, it's, always, uh, like, it's always dudes who like graphic tees as well. Absolutely. You know? mm -hmm. No, it's, uh, yeah, most women just don't even know what that car is. They're like, what? Why does the door what? open upside down, huh? you idiot? Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so, man, what a fun car to have in your 20s. I actually had, I had a couple questions. I was thinking about this. Like, yeah. this was, you were brought on the show with the, the intention of just asking you stupid questions Please. about having a DeLorean. <laughs> uh, I, got to, I got to live, uh, I got to Max live the dream. Max Govill, this reporter. What kind of car is a DeLorean? <laughs> How hard is it to open it in, in a parking lot? No, um, so it's, it's stainless steel, right? Correct. Like those things hold up, they, they age really it, well aside the, from the fact that there's a DeLorean engine engine in there that which is problematic the car looked better when i got rid of it than when i bought it wow, wow. okay yeah so did you it, work did you work on it at all i had uh, not much on the on the exterior not not much on the body mm -hmm. uh mostly just sort of restoring various rubber things and things that just dry out or rot with age like the flux capacitor but like the the, the, the <laughs> actual the metal part was totally just kind of fine whatever you absolutely know, just didn't it? They, if that company had survived, they had they were they had twenty five year body warranties on the cars, which is crazy. Didn't they also do a limited run of red ones? No, better gold, gold. twenty four carat gold plated. Oh, there are three of them yeah. that what? exist. Yeah, there are three twenty four carat gold plated DeLoreans. It was a promotion with American Express in nineteen eighty one. They had like an American American Express, I guess, gold card. Yeah, for you know, which is like the equivalent of a. This know, is like the black. Nintendo World Championships cartridge. Basically, yeah. I remember that that one glitch in, in Vice City where if you drove into a curb at the right angle, money would shoot out of it. That was an actual reference to the 1980s because that apparently was happening in real life. <laughs> except the money was <laughs> propelled by cocaine. It, it's it's shocking that John DeLorean went away on cocaine charges. It's crazy oh that that happened. Yeah, he actually. That's a. There was there was no internet to to quickly spread. Uh, False rumors about about things back then, but now what turns out is the guy he spent he was he was spent ten days in jail. Case went to trial and was thrown out by the judge because it was uh, quickly proven that he was entrapped by your friends in the U.S. federal government. So uh, it's not to say he made good business decisions. He, the this guy, fucking guy invented a car with gold wing doors made out of stainless gold and steel. Clearly, he's on the cocaine. Get him, boys. Book him, Dano. <laughs> John Delorean was a great engineer, not so good of a of an of an executive. No. no. So I, I pitched my bad idea for a, uh, a off-road tires lifted primer black Prius, the Judas Prius. Now I would like to, <laughs> to pitch my um, my my DeLorean with with a with a white finish, yeah, uh, all white interior, uh, just lots of lots of uh, that that kind of that crystallized. Kind I of can't imagine where you're going with this whole Metallicar. <laughs> the the Lothlorien. It would be a, it would be an Elvis Elvis <laughs> Mithril edition DeLorean. Oh my god! Yes. Oh man! Wow. You wow, speak friend wow. and enter, and then, you know. Did, did you ever uh, get pulled over going 88? 
I strangely, I never got pulled over in twelve years of owning. Really, that car. twelve years of going eighty-eight on the freeway. I would have pulled you over if I was a cop. I would have pulled you over just to get a look at that thing. That happened to other Delorean owners really? all the time. Yeah, I would have pulled you over and been like, "Hey, man, I just wanted to see that you actually didn't break any laws except for being fucking awesome." That awesome legit ways. happened. I mean. Yeah, funny, funny story. Uh, you guys will get a kick of this. So there were there are Delorean conventions every two years mm-hmm. for everybody. Because I mean, really, all yeah. you all you have left are each other, right? Yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> Bob Gale, who wrote and produced Back to the Future, the Back to the Future trilogy with Robert Zemeckis, he always would come to the conventions. Like the most down to earth, coolest guy you could ever meet. The best story ever was. Uh, one of the conventions, somebody asked him, like, oh, how'd the DeLorean come to get chosen as the car? And he was telling a story about how they were making the movie. They had the script, and uh, the studio, Universal Studios, came to him and said, okay, well, Ford wants to pay us a bunch of money and have the Mustang be mm-hmm. the car. And and uh, Bob Gale turns around and says, Doc Brown doesn't drive a fucking Mustang? Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day at the convention, there were t-shirts printed of Doc Brown does not drive a fucking Mustang. So. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Marty Sleva. Uh, it's crazy that you guys have been doing this for five years. That's insane. I remember I backed you guys five years ago before I even knew you, so this is super exciting. Um, I'm sure you're probably going to – this is probably one of my cool bar stories, right? It's not – wait. You're telling the story about my grandma's, my grandma's funeral and the ex – and then the, the sec – oh, fucking shit. Well – that didn't go well. My my mom was born and raised in Poland. Uh, and she came over here, married my dad when she was like 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent a summer there when I was 16. And while I was there, my grandma died. But the way that the funerals are held there is that the body is kept inside the living room of the house oh. for three days. What? And people uh, come by and more. Do they put stuff like uh, yeah, they put- on it? Like, like, like flowers? Like, no. Coins I mean, no, the river I mean, like, uh, like for, the, a... for the Polish river man. <laughs> they put, like, little slices of kielbasa on. <laughs> um, but no, I had to sleep in the room directly adjacent to it, and whenever I had to go pee in the middle of the night, I had to walk by a dead body for 72 hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, is, oh. is, there, is there a point where, like... You guys are just going about your daily business when people aren't coming in the house in the morning and there's the bo- like you're trying to watch TV. Sure, like I was, you know, I mean, I was 16. That's not incredibly young, but like my mom was still trying to like keep some sort of right. normalcy to it, and so I was like playing Game Boy and stuff in the room. <laughs> I remember playing like Golden Sun or something. <laughs> <laughs> you like yeah. everyone. Whenever anyone brings up Golden Sun, you like start that. crying and you just <laughs> don't know why. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. do they still do Golden that? Sun. I saw a body once. <laughs> it must be. I, that was what ten years ago. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. I, I made it sound like this like age old tradition sure. would have changed so hard in the last since Marty was sixteen. That yeah. was like <laughs> that was the that was the you know the, the last straw one that, uh, in, a, yeah. in a forty eight hour span that happened. Uh, I did ecstasy, which was my first hard drug, wow. and I lost my virginity. Whoa! In, wow! In a 48-hour span. Holy you don't want to shit. start the virginity story with the dead body story, though. Yeah. Keep those separate. I, I feel like it was probably it was because like, of that. It was like I was going to say, fuck. do you yeah. think the, the dead you body was like, a, your, okay. was like No, a, I lost. I got no, <laughs> don't, don't do it, Brian. <laughs> I, you Even said you, three <laughs> things. I did nothing. <laughs> You left the ingredients you know, on the table. When you're on ecstasy, a lot of stuff happens, and you don't ask questions. Jesus Christ. I got dark. Wow. Did like, you beat Golden Sun? <laughs> <laughs> the question everyone was you, asking. You had to enter that so wait, code, Golden yeah, Sun, yeah. too. So you lost your virginity to, I'm guessing, a, a Polish chick. Yeah. Was there a language barrier between uh, the two she, of you? Yeah. Uh, she spoke fairly good English, and I spoke yes, mediocre. Yes, I have no. Fuck me. What <laughs> is that John? smell? Is that dead grandmother? Yes. She said, man, you really trimmed Look, too I far. Cannot <laughs> through, I cannot get through this without the ecstasy. How you get through the golden sun dungeon. <laughs> yes, I have, Thank you. Yes, 
I have a question. If you beat Golden Sun, can we take Grandma outside so we can fuck? Thank you. So the, the follow-up to that, the epilogue is 11 months later, uh, I'm back here. And, and she has a little baby. Playing Golden Sun 2. Playing Golden Sun 2, and it's amazing. Uh, so uh, no, I guess like... Eight or nine months later, I'm on the Drudge Report, and I read a story about how this fucking crazy Catholic wacko at a condom factory in Poland poked holes in the heads of thousands upon thousands of condoms. Oh, and that was the one you used. And two months after, so 11 months after I lost my virginity, uh, my mom got off the phone with her sister in Poland and was like, hey, you know, remember this girl? And I was like, yeah. And we're like, oh, she just... my grandma. Like, two months... She literally just gave birth to, like, a child. And so I had the span where I'm like... What the fuck is happening? And so I did the math in my head. It was eleven months. Like I don't, kids can't just stay. Wait a minute, for that, so right? Did you did you have <laughs> sex like, with right? the, you have sex with a woman who was seven months pregnant? No, this no, was no, eleven no. months 11 later. It would have been two months later. Yeah, virginity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so someone had sex with two months after. Later, him. got yeah. okay, no. got it. Yeah. So she was. So you're so not the, the father. Yeah, I like to think so. Also, I guess she was kind of easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll assume so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I, I have a feeling that you fuck a guy on ecstasy in the house with a dead woman. In she it. wasn't in now, the house. Now, were you on? <laughs> Who won't put his Game Boy down? And you're pretty much like, I gotta, I gotta wash this out so of me. I love how you're taking those details and just them all together. He keeps talking about his fire Ginny or whatever the thing's called in the game. So did you just go to a Polish rave and then... Yes, ostensibly, yeah. Wow, you and Ryan. Yeah. Were you, you at that rave? Were no. you the father? <laughs> My name is Mitch Dyer, and I am so proud of these chuckle-fuck nasty men of the Comedy Button for five years of what is unquestionably the funniest show on the planet. I love the Comedy Button. I love listening to it. Uh, and I hope this is your first exposure to it because then you get to listen to all of this comedy for the first time. And I don't. I don't. I'm not that lucky. But I am lucky to have been a part of this show. And one of my favorite stories and one of my favorite life experiences is something you're about to hear. Uh, which is the time that Brian and I went and uh, got lost in Japan. And these two idiot white boys uh, got really drunk in a Yakuza bar and didn't really know what to do with the rest of their lives afterward. Enjoy. So yeah, we get to Shinjuku. We're walking around, uh, and Mitch goes, "I gotta take you to this area called Golden Guy." And Golden Guy is this basically. Did you go there, Max? Gold. We golden didn't get guy. to go. Golden guy? No. So Golden it's Guy. It's was, was, the, guy. was the Golden Man? No, it's yeah, different it's than no. the. It's different than the Golden Man. It's <laughs> different than the Golden Guy. Yeah. So, golden G U I versus G A I. Yeah. Uh, golden it, guy it, is basically six like, alleyways. It's six alleyways. It's a. It's a, as if a bunch of. We should have gone. Adult. Adult alcoholics made uh, Toys R Us made tents out of pillows and blankets, and then like a tent fort, uh-huh. and then turned it into a small town, like a shanty town. Oh, wow! But it's all these tiny little bars. All of them are the size of your couch, Scott. Okay. Uh, and like if you're not watching at home, picture any couch. Yeah. Literally five people fit inside this. Bar. And that's the big ones. The space you know? is like five seats, one bar bathroom and each of them that's each it. bar has its own little theme and they have uh, little cover charges and stuff like that so you go in and so we're walking around like doing laps like where do we go and some of them go upstairs and i'm like i don't want to go up there because when i when i get drunk i'm gonna have to walk down this <laughs> impossible yeah. flight of stairs like it was like the back of a, a giraffe's neck that's like an east coast like basement stair yeah like, yeah yes. totally totally that's the last time i felt that was actually in japan not, really yeah yeah it's, it's really scary yeah. no basement and, and we're, we're all pretty tall men you're very very tall, Mitch. You're tall too. Like I was, like I'm not going up there. So and I wanted like, to, I wanted to make Altano's Golden Guy experience hit. Like I didn't want to be like, this is the bar we 
we're going to. Not yeah. that I know anything about these bars, but I didn't want to make the call because, like, this is Altano's first time in Japan. I right. wanted him to pick the bar. Yeah. So we point. I, we finally. Glad you extend that courtesy to all your friends, Mitch. Yeah, you you know, you, this is not. This is not about a sworn lover having less sex than the new lover. <laughs> Some of us go out into the Ooh. Japanese woods together. Some of us spend eight <laughs> days alone together. Yeah. I, I, I spent 10 fucking days in that joint. Um, so we walk into this. I, I see this one place, and I'm like, all right, I think this is the one. So we walk in. There's this dude, and he's like, a, he's a young man. He's got slick back hair. He's like maybe 30. Yeah, he's maybe, maybe. 30. Uh, and he's got just punk rock blasting in his bar, and there's just whiskey everywhere. Like, not like like Joyce Manor or like new punk rock or like, oh, Green Day, like, but like 1970s punk. Oh. Like dirty, grimy, like pre-clash. Whiskey. Fucking throw a Molotov cocktail at a fucking wall where a dog is buried underneath. <laughs> Shit that's just like, wow, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, let's get fucking trashed. So it's our last night in Japan. We walk in there and we sit down and uh, immediately I'm like, the language barrier is definitely going to be a problem in here because I don't understand what this dude is. He doesn't like. speak any English. We don't speak any Japanese. Yeah. We're like, uh, namabiru onegaishimasu. Like, beer please. So and he says, Mitch orders okay. a beer, which is perfect. And I'm like, Vodka club soda. So he's like, fucka, fucka. So he gets down this thing of Smirnoff. And I'm like, holy shit, he has vodka. We're halfway there. And then he opens up the fridge and he takes out club soda. I'm like, fucking yes. <laughs> this is really? the bar. This is the only this bar I've got club shit. soda. Yeah, the entire 10 days, I finally got my vodka and club wow. soda. Wow. <clears throat> um, strong as hell, by the way. So we take down the, we take down the drinks and then he makes another, he makes like a, a weird like whiskey drink and just hands it to me. And I'm like, all right, I didn't order that, but I guess this is part of the shtick. It's our last night. I don't care if we spent five hundred dollars. I don't give a shit. Let's get fucked up. Entrance fee was like ten bucks yeah, each. Ten, ten. We're like, yeah. all right, shots. It is. It's a, thou- right. a thousand yen. Like, give us all your booze. Yeah. Right. Wait, it was a thousand yen just to sit down? Yeah, it was a cover. Mm. Yeah, actually, it was not. It was. It nine, was like seven hundred. Whatever it was, like it was, ten bucks. It was like nine dollars, eight dollars, seven dollars, whatever the fuck. So uh, he starts making random drinks and handing them to us. And we're like, oh man, we should like, what, what is your name? And he's like, huh? My name is Jun. And he says, Jun. Jun. And we're like, Jim? Jim? So I'm just drunk. I'm calling him Jim. The whole night. His name is clearly Jun. And Mitch yeah. says his, his name and I say my name. And, uh, we realized that, you know, it's going to be very difficult to communicate with him. So we say we're in Japan for Tokyo Game Show. And he's like, oh, Tokyo Game Show. And we're like, you know, Video games. We start moving our hands and thumbs around. Like, he's oh, oh, video games. And we're like, you know, like Famicom. And he goes, oh, Famicom! (laughs) (laughs) The most excitable bartender. And then he goes, Tokyo Game Show, uh, uh, Kojima. And we're like, (laughs) and we're like, this was like Max's bartender. Yeah. And we're we're like, Mitch and I are like, Kojima ate breakfast at our hotel. Every morning, like literally every single morning, we would wake up and go down for breakfast, and Kojima would be sitting right there mm-hmm. with like a woman, and just because he was doing presentations at TGS all week, yeah, and presenting his stuff to ladies. Yeah. <laughs> exclamation point! Presenting his breakfast, his nano machines. <laughs> um, so he, he goes, "Oh, Kojima!" and he pulls out his phone. And he pulls up the Phantom Pain trailer, and he puts up the new Metal Gear trailer, and he's showing it to us. And we're like, "Oh my god, that's fucking awesome! We love Kojima." And um, I was like, "We fly arms, <laughs> arms out. We fly. Make J- sure you watch the video yeah, to Japan Owl Cafe. Yeah, Owl, Owl Cafe to Japan to play video games at Tokyo Game Show and write about them." 
And he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, here, look. And I take my phone. And my phone, home, my, my lock screen on my phone is a picture of me and Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> so I turn my phone around and I face it to Jim. And Jim sees a picture of me and Miyamoto. And he loses his Jim, shit. Jim like, has this, like, tendency to go, yeah, and he does this a for, lot. Like, yeah, for like, but never louder than when he sees the fucking Miyamoto photo. He sees, he, it's like it's like I showed him <laughs> fucking the Virgin Mary in toast. <laughs> like he fucking lost it. Yeah, it was like, it was like when you got called on the Price is Right. Scott. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm like, come on, Dan. You're like, oh my fucking god. I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go watch that on YouTube too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, look up Scott Bromley on the Price is So right. he sees the picture, and I'm like Mario, and he's like, oh Donkey Kong, Zelda, Mario. We had this like straight up Putnam whip. Moment, <laughs> just screaming video game characters. Donkey Dog. And just his head explodes, and there's like a pair of glasses and a wig and smoke. Um, so the rest of the night. <laughs> The rest of the night, Mitch and I are just going, uh, uh, and we're playing guessing games with Japanese video games. Because, like, our internet dies out, and we can't, like, for the beginning of the night, for, like, the first half hour, we were Google translating shit back to, back and forth. Like, <laughs> like he was, like, giving us phrases. Like, Mega like, Man. Ah, I don't understand. But eventually, it was, like, video games. So we'd, like, swap box art images with him on yeah. our phones. And right. he'd be like, oh, Actorizu. Like, Actorizu. Yes. My man. So I was like, I knew, I knew the difference shot. between uh, uh, Biohazard and Resident Evil and Rockman. And Mega Man and Salamander and Life Force and Dracula Famicom and Castlevania. Yeah. So for Castlevania, I'm like, I'm like Whip. Uh, I'm like Dracula, uh, Igarashi, Konami, Dracula, Whip, Famicom, and, and I'm like Castlevania. And he's like, Oh, oh, Dracula. <laughs> and it was like a, it was like a fucked up game show because every time we got one right, air quotes, he would lose it. He would lose it and turn around and grab a random bottle <laughs> and just start pouring so, shots. I, hang on, I have an audible example of this. You ready? Oh, oh wow! Yeah. It's layered in, yeah. in the city. What's the Fuck is this? Japanese osake. Okay. 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 Culture. Culture. <laughs> so he Japanese would... osaku. Oh, in Japanese osake. So, oh, so, so we're like, he, he's he's just we're pounding drinks. And the weird thing is, like, when you're in Japan, you don't really like dr- getting drunk is weird because everything's weird. You know, right. everything's just a little like a beat off. So you never really know like where exactly you are, how you're getting back. Everything sort of feels fake to you. You're like the train station's a few blocks away, even if it's a mile. And I know exactly where I am, even if I don't. And this is totally safe, even if it's not. So halfway through all of this, he takes off his shirt. And he's like, oh, uh, cage, cage fighter. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> okay. So is this how you have to get your next round of drinks? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Fight we're, to me. Yeah, you, <laughs> you beat NES round. Now move to physical challenge. Oh, you, you are Bimmy. You are Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. He, like, so, he pulls out his phone and he's like, character, character, character. And he's like, the blue sheet is his character. Yeah. And it's like, he, as an MMA fighter, has a as a suit that is a combination between Mega Man and Captain America. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's got and like he a, like MMA judo 
And he's very ripped, right? Like, yeah, I very the ripped. I saw and he's got like the Irizume Yakuza well, no, he's, tattoos. He's not, what? he's not like, he's not like North American or Russian bodybuilder ripped. He is he's just like scary. fucking like scary cut where there, every single part of him is, uh, intentionally there and maximized to its tiny perfection. <laughs> like every little muscle had killed someone somehow, somewhere, someday. <laughs> I just have always heard the stereotype. I don't know how true it is, you know, that tattoos are generally not accepted in japan the way they are here yeah and that generally people who have tattoos especially ones that are easily hidden like a big old shoulder piece yeah often are associated with yakuza stuff yeah Yeah. and he had like the irizumi tattoos which are like they come down over your shoulders and they cut down toward your pecs and then come back on your shoulders yeah and they were like skulls and snakes and dragons and like the whole time we're like yeah that's pretty cool yeah but it wasn't until later we're like holy shit yeah. That guy was Yakuza. <laughs> so uh, every – I'm talking every 90 seconds, <clears throat> this man is pouring us a new drink. Oh, my God. Every 90 like, seconds. Oh, my God. So at a, at a certain point in the night, I started recording, and I'm like, I have a 21-minute recording on my phone of when we were just like sitting in the bar, and it's like – not a joke. Every 90 seconds, two minutes, we just hear clank, 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 and Altano and I go, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and he would go, kampai! And we'd all cheers. have to take a shot at the same time, which is cheers. Um, and it wasn't like, like, I have a rule when I drink, because I've been drinking for a long time. I have a rule where I don't drink more than two or three types of things in one night, right? Like, if I start with beer, I move to hard alcohol, and then maybe right. end the night with a shot, and that's it. We had every kind of bottle in there, because we finished the vodka, and then we started finishing the... The, the whiskeys one oh by one God. and he's just pouring them out and just dumping glasses to us like and one would be on the rocks one would be with a little bit of scotch and soda one would be just be a shot and we're we're constantly drinking we got black do you have more sounds from him i'm i'm working on okay. you keep talking so we uh we just get blacked out drunk and then he goes this is when he reaches the next level of trust and then he starts talking about his gun collection <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> oh which is God. like I go, that's when I get really mad and I'm like, first of all, Jim, not your name. You have Yakuza tattoos and you're cut, which means you can kill people with your body. Right. You're crazy in the mind, which means you could probably do that with your brain. And now you also <laughs> use guns, which you don't need. You are a triangle of Bad news. You have like You should have asked him about you should have asked him about the Yakuza games and what he thought about them. <laughs> oh yeah. I think he fucking mocap those things. <laughs> um oh, oh, so, <laughs> so yeah, we just, we just keep pound we just keep pounding more and more shots. Uh he's smoking in there, Mitch is the whole time by the way, there's like nineteen seventies punk rock going on. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh and halfway oh. through the night Wait, uh, is it Amer- it's American punk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kick out the jams, motherfucker! <laughs> half, of the, half of the night, I'm like just really fucked up, and Mitch is just like, "Yo, man, it's fine. Our flight is not until six o'clock tomorrow night. We'll be fine." <laughs> nope, but, that, but that's ju- that's Japan time. Yeah, so it's, go- it's gonna be it's go- it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah. So we're st- so we we eventually we stumble out of there. Uh, we say goodbye. We take, we hug. We take pictures and all this stuff like that. And I'm like, not I, before we meet a random IGN fan. Oh yeah, that was where we're sitting there, and this random white guy walks in. He's just like, IGN. And we're like, no fucking way. Side note: We met a bunch of comedy button fans in Japan, really? which I was like, I never thought this would happen. But walking around randomly in Japan, people were like. Oh my god, are you Brian from the Comedy Button? And I was like, yeah, this is Mitch. He's been on the show. He works at IGN with me. And they're like, holy shit. Like, this show is fucking global. That blows my fucking mind. Wow. Um, 
ComedyButton.com. Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash comedy button. Keep it locked. Go listen to the website.net slash PayPal. Yeah. .edu. Misanthropealbum.com. Worldwidehiphop.com. PayPal.com. PayLessShoeStore.com. If you need discount shoes. Lens crafters if your eyes are fucked up. World Star Shoe Store. Deppies for hearing impaired. Men's Warehouse for terrible suits. Skechers. It's the S. So Mitch and I walk out and he he and I realize I am top three drunk right now. Uh-huh. I've been drinking for 20 years. I am top three drunk. I have literally oh. never been as drunk as I was and cognizant enough to be aware of how drunk I was. Like yeah. I've been blackout drunk before. Right. And I kind of was here, but I was at least <laughs> drunk enough. And like, the dragon's here. Jesus. Stone door again. <laughs> Another ghost. <clears throat> Did you do audio for The Hobbit? <laughs> you sound like Smogscape. Uh, <laughs> Stone door. But like, on the on the way home to our hotel, Altano is like he's leading us. I'm like I don't know where we're going. I trust in Altano to get us there. I want some fucking McDonald's, <laughs> and we got the McDonald's. So finally, yeah, we get on the train, blackout drunk. I get Mitch and I back to Shibuya. We somehow I don't know what Altano, time who's it's never like, been. To it's Japan. like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's one okay. o'clock. We, we got last train to Shibuya. Yeah. Okay. Now keep in mind, we started drinking at seven. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I thought you'd started this story at ten. I was no. like, no, okay, so you're like three hours. Old. Oh no, no, no. my god! We got to we got to Shinjuku at like sundown. That, yeah. ooh, that's yeah. daylight drunk. Yeah, it was ooh, bad, man. It was bad. Jim was giving us like shots, shots, shot, 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 shots. <sighs> so uh, we get to McDonald's, we destroy a plate of horrible food, which. I never do, but I also never I drink. I didn't know we went McDonald's? to McDonald's until the next day when I saw the photo on my phone. Yeah. Late so, night yeah. Japanese food, man. Why didn't you do something like that at McDonald's? Because I couldn't fucking comprehend it. I, I literally saw, can't read anything but McDonald's when I'm that drunk and foreign. Exactly. I saw I saw, I saw an arch, and I'm like, I'm going to go eat there and eat fried garbage. And it's hey, yo, so- you think they got Big Macs in there? <laughs> yes. With eggs on them. <laughs> and mushrooms. Fuck, and mushrooms. Weird mushrooms. Y'all want what a Big Mac it? with an egg and a mushroom what on is, it? What is Peter Pepper from Burger Time back there making, <laughs> making the food? Yeah, I had to fight a, a pepper shaker yeah, just to get fight it. A, fight a hot dog to get your food. Uh, so we, we somehow make it back to the hotel, pass out with all our clothes on, and wake up the next morning, and Mitch just goes into the bathroom <laughs> and throws up for 90 full minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I have never. It's great because I hear the whole tour. I'm in, I'm in the I'm in the bedroom next door, and he goes and he throws up in the toilet, and I'm just sitting there like playing Smash Brothers on my 3ds, <laughs> and I'm just like, I've never been that hungover in my I'm life. Like that's funny. I hear him puke in the sink, then I hear him puke in the toilet, and then I hear him go and run the shower. So he gets in the shower to wash the puke off himself, and then I hear him puke in the shower. <laughs> so he's just trying to clean himself. He's just like, it's like blah blah blah. <laughs> And he comes out and I'm like, yo, how you feeling, man? And he's like, there was, there I'm was pretty good. I feel a little better now that I ejected all of my insides onto the floor of that shower. <laughs> There's a point like, I'm like, okay, I'm good. I flush the toilet. I'm good. I'm going to get in the shower. I start showering. I'm like, no, it's time to be wet and naked and on the bathroom floor vomiting into the Shibuya toilet. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Max. We have a couple more segments from guests who uh, we didn't get their intros for whatever reason. They got lost in the mail. But anyway, here's Colin Moriarty from Kind of Funny. And uh, he's talking about his love-hate relationship with gluten. Do you remember that? Which what? what uh, it was it was the last the last E three I was at, <clears throat> and you got some terrible news. Oh, when I started hysterically crying. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So so we were at E three, and Colin is kind of like he got he got a phone oh, call. Yes. <laughs> he got a phone call, and like just 
crestfallen and he just kind of go we're at the jw marriott and there's this giant glass window looking out to los angeles this terrible town that i lived in forever <laughs> the sun is the sun is setting and people are going colin's fucking freaking out i don't know what to do you're his roommate go deal with it and i was like i'm his roommate we barely fucking talk what am i supposed to do so i come out there i was like hey man what's up are you okay he's like I just found out I'm allergic to gluten. <laughs> <laughs> How am I gonna eat my pasta? Yeah. And I was like, oh no, it's okay. Like that's not that's not so bad. And you just like look at me, just just eyes welling up, going, I'm fucking Italian. <laughs> Dude, I feel you, man. That would be that would be a, a fucking stake in my heart. That would be hard. So it was it, the funny thing about this because you, you don't know about this is like so I had the, all the blood tests and it confirmed that I had celiac disease. So for like two or three years, I just went on. They were like, you really should get an endoscopy and like confirm it. But like the blood tests indicate that you had this or whatever. So yeah. finally, I was like, fuck it. Like last November, I went and got the endoscopy. And uh, they put me under. I, the last thing I said to the doctor before I went under, it was like, "I I'm hope you guys." Fucking tell. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I hope you don't find anything." He's like, "He's like, don't count on it." And then I like went out like a light. And then, to, so I had this all done. He like gave me my information. I, I like they gave me. They called me ten days later, and they're like, "Oh, your blood tests were wrong. You don't have celiac disease." I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Wow. Like uh, I was like, so I for three years of my life I've been eating like a fucking rabbit, and I haven't had this thing at all, and you ruined my goddamn life and made me cry in front of my friends. <laughs> I love your list. You made me eat like a rabbit. You ruined my goddamn life. You made me cry in front of my friends. I just love that being like the reaction to a doctor. Like, you made me cry. I haven't cried in front of my friends since the Mighty Ducks 2. It's the wheelchair hockey scene. Mighty Ducks 2. So, cause that, no, because I fucking love it because, like, you told us about it, but then every day you, like, you lived and you and you thrived in the face of adversity. You were like the in the eighties and nineties. They had these uh, commercials. I didn't understand because I wasn't sexually active yet. But it was like it was like yeah, you know, I have I have gonorrhea, but it's okay. <laughs> and it's like these couples walking down the beach and they're high five and they're like, you could still live a normal life. Like you were like, fuck it, I don't give a shit about this. I'm eating pizza, yeah. I'm eating pasta, <laughs> hot dog buns, bagels every day. Yeah, I'd go. I could go like a week or so without eating gluten, and then I was right. like, you know, I can't do, I can't. No, because I, I, I was like, oh, there's so much gluten-free. It's like, I can't fucking do that. So do you do gluten-free <laughs> great- chicken cutlets? Uh, well, I, I started I started breading them, and like this gluten-free shit didn't work very well. It was garbage. This is the funny story, <laughs> though. I, this is the funny story, though, Anthony. I, 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 so the first time I went home, I told my, my parents whatever. And, uh, and they just like, and your, da- your dad just hit you. <laughs> but I, and so no I, son of mine will be gluten free. <laughs> so I was talking I told about that. That would happen if he moved to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a San Francisco oh, disease, right. like a yeah. liberal disease. Yeah. Which is like, which is like, which is like the funniest yeah, thing everyone it's just, would say. Uh, it's just everyone in San Francisco and Rachel Maddow suffer from yeah. being gluten free. It, it's like people would say it to me, be like, man, that is like, they would laugh because it was like, that is the most liberal San Francisco disease you could possibly get. It's celiac disease. <laughs> yeah. And and you are like the East Coast Republican dude who begrudgingly lives here, and uh, you now have celiac disease. So that's your, just ironic. Your dad's uh, like standing; he's standing on the roof in the rain, holding a gun, and he's like, "He fucking eats quinoa now." <laughs> but, but here's the story: I, I went, I went and told my mom, and my mom's like, "I'm going to make Sunday dinner or whatever," which is you know pasta right. and, and yep. meatballs and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, "I can't, I can't eat." that anymore mom and i was expecting to be like oh we'll make something else and she's like oh we'll make you something else 
I was like, thanks, mom. Thanks a lot. Like, I was expecting them to all kind of suffer with me. I was like, oh, we'll still have the pork chops and the yeah, meatballs. Yeah. You, we'll make you a little something. Yeah. Exactly. You were like the gay kid coming out that they always knew was gay. You were just hoping for some big production. Like, yeah. We, you, you had a fucking post of Brad Pitt in your closet when you were eight. <laughs> we knew. You had that Razor Ramon t-shirt when he was in his underwears. <laughs> Here's Dan Reichert from Giant Bomb, an author of Anxiety as an Ally and Air Force Gator, talking about pooping your pants. During, like, one of the worst periods of anxiety in my life, like, I had just graduated college, and I'd gone to school for, like, film studies and stuff, but the whole time I really wanted to work in the video game industry, but then, like, I graduated, and I'm in Kansas, and, and like, what am like, I doing with my life? No one, like, it's hard to find jobs in the video game industry. Like, openings don't really come up all the time. Like, I used to pay my way out to E3, like, every fucking year, and try to bug Game Informer guys to hire me and stuff, and, you know, there just weren't openings. So I wound up working for this Kansas City-based uh, sports TV station, and I, I'm not a big sports guy. I'm really not, but, like, I knew that, uh, so George Brett was this guy. He was the one, like, he was royalty in Kansas City. Uh, he was, you know, huge part of winning the World Series in 85, Hall of Famer, all this stuff. And uh, I started working at this station, and immediately this producer kind of pulls me into this back room. And I was like, hey, you, you got to check this out. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he puts in this DVD, and this is probably like late 2008 or something. And I guess George Brett had been doing stuff with the Royals, like going down to spring training in Arizona. And it, they mic'd him up, basically, while he was on the field, kind of giving advice to these younger players and stuff. And at one point, he goes into this amazing Three like three minute perfect story about how he just shits his pants once or twice a year and tells the story specifically about uh, being in Las Vegas and eating crab legs at the Bellagio and just shitting all over himself and it was the funniest fucking thing in the world to me like I could not stop laughing while I was watching this and I was like this needs to be seen by people outside of this shitty little TV station I work at right and then I worked there for like nine months it sucked I hated everyone there and I left and it's like well fuck this place and so I was like the, the internet deserves this comedy and so I uploaded this video to youtube and um i expected it to be this thing where local local blogs or message boards or whatever would be like oh man you see george brett telling this embarrassing story <laughs> i wake up the next day and it is everywhere yeah so, i mean there, you can find copies and copies of the video with hundreds of thousands that's the thing they, they keep trying to take it down but it's like trying to stamp out cockroaches yeah. and they're just going to keep showing up and, um, so yeah, like Time Warner owned the video because they owned the TV station or whatever. And so they were freaking out because the next day, this video was everywhere. Like every sports blog, you know, Deadspin, I think Sports Illustrated did a thing about it. And, uh, the Kansas City Star, uh, eventually, like, I think it was a couple days later, wrote, like I woke up to all these missed calls from my friends being like, holy shit, did you see the Kansas City Star this morning? And they talked about, like, there was this manhunt for the person who leaked the George Brett video. And they interviewed somebody at the TV station. And they're like, yeah, we're trying to find the person who stole the video from our vault. Like, wasn't some fucking, like, Mission Impossible shit where I was going through laser fences or anything. Like, no, a guy gave me a DVD and I put it on the internet. Like, I, lo I love the idea of Time Warner be like, hey, that's our movie yeah. about a dude talking yeah. about shit. We're saving that for a big box set. Yeah. So, we, had, we were going to remaster that. We had big plans. So I, I was already, like, in a real bad spot as far as anxiety. This is one of the worst spots in my life just because I didn't really know where I was going sure. with my life or anything. And then all of a sudden, because I'm a dumbass and I just had to leak this poop pants video or whatever, I see these, like, almost daily articles of, like, we're trying to find this guy. Yeah, we got we're the, the full, you know, maximum, like, sentence or whatever. And I'm like, I'm, I'm talking to lawyers and stuff Fuck. at this point. Like, dude, can I go to jail for this? Like, what's going on? And then I wake up one morning and I had an overnight FedEx at my door. And it was from some executive at Time Warner 
saying, hey, we know we know you leaked this. Um, it was you, so you need to uh, give us any copies you have in your possession and take down any online things you have. And uh, the the second part, I totally couldn't do at all because it was already just everywhere. And like I had mine had been sure taken you down. could take yours. Yeah, yeah. So it was just fucking everywhere, and uh, it, nothing happened. Nothing wound up happening. I, I shared this thing with the internet, but like at its height, it was on TMZ's national TV show. I have a, I have a file saved on my computer of me filming my TV with my cell phone or something, and it's like it's the TMZ people, like you know the show where they're like leaning over, like what are we gonna talk about today or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, George Brett poops pants a lot, and somebody's in trouble. And I was like, shit, that's me. That's on a national TV show. Like a crazy warp whistle. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, George Brett really had a lot of crabbling. <laughs> and they keep they kept replaying that thing of him being like, I'm pooping out straight fucking water, just poop right down my legs, just dripping out. <laughs> and so they keep replaying. I'm just sitting here like, holy shit, that's me. Like they're coming after me. And I, I just did the thing where like I, I wrote in to the guys that ran the station and I was just very honest like listen it was immature i'm sorry i i leaked it uh but my favorite part was i called the executive who sent me the overnight fedex mm-hmm. and i said i'm sorry man it was immature i just thought it was funny and then the, the, this like super like you know buttoned up executive was like listen dan no one's denying that the video is funny <laughs> dan it's shitting your pants that's fucking hilarious you might know jackie talbot from her work on rev3 games but we know her from being well just really foul mouthed. I, uh, you know, like I do indeed have a vagina. Um, what's that like? <laughs> it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. Wow, we're jumping right in. <laughs> uh, do you ever look at it in the mirror? God damn it, Scott! What? No, you're not supposed to do that. No, I've heard. I saw Madonna's Truth or Dare. You were telling me. Hold on, hold on. You were telling me that never in the history of your life there was never that point where you stood on the counter like looking at it. <laughs> Like, no fucking way. Up on the bathroom counter, spread eagle, <laughs> studying. Why the counter? I mean, that's yeah. like everyone's high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's everyone's high like, school. Like, like, full full yeah, length mirrors. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure, because for a second, she, I thought she was saying she'd never done that, and I was like, dude, Clearly, come on. Everyone's I been like, I gotta, see what, I gotta see what my butt looks like. like <laughs> Have you ever looked at your butthole while you're farting? <laughs> no. No. You? No. Have you never? Yeah, this no, is never something, so you have, Jackie. What was that like? <laughs> Did it look like a lion yawning? <laughs> <laughs> oh so what does your butthole look like when you were farting? That's not the... That I'm asking you, have you done it? I don't even like looking at my butthole. I think it's fucking weird. <laughs> it makes me, like, scared. What I want to know is, what, what, what made you want to look at your butthole while you were farting? Serious, you know? Like, <laughs> I, like to look at science. Pe- I like to look at people I hate science. when I'm farting. <laughs> what did you discover? <laughs> Oh me? Um mm-hmm. nothing nothing interesting. Nothing interesting. No. Just look No. Just look like a Like a seven-year-old kid getting on the school bus on a cold day. <laughs> like the final breath of life in yeah. an elderly, wise old man. I just imagine one of Frankie Muniz's many mannerisms. Fucking <laughs> 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 mouth in the middle. Looking what fucking Dr. Seuss title did you just... <laughs> Frankie Muniz's many mannerisms. <laughs> What's weird, because I can't even say normal words right sometimes, and I say that. I don't know. Broken clock is right sometimes. And the magical maze of minced meat. <laughs> yeah. All right. And finally, here's a nice story from Adam Sessler about kissing and road trips. I'm so jealous, Adam. You had way cooler things to do on your road trips. Like, listen, like in retrospect, listening, reading the stand and listening to the Eurythmics is way better than... Were you an only child? 
No, you no, had a brother. No, no, I had a younger brother. Oh, okay. Actually, here's a funny story. If I can digress for one yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we this. do here. So I was pining. This I, I don't think I've ever admitted this out loud. I was pining for this woman. Uh-huh. She, she was actually Girl. Uh, significantly older than me in high school. How much um, older? She was a senior. She, she was... De- <laughs> oh, <laughs> senior? And you were 14? 14. Whoa! What did yeah. your hair look like back then? Five. spiky. God Blonde. damn. Um, yeah, so it was kind of like, whoa, like this just, there was this, I didn't know how to deal with this and all that stuff. You know, I think about it a lot. Fell asleep. Had a dream. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Was it yeah. an erotic dream? I was, oh no. Exotic. No. I was making out with her. I then woke to my brother more or less screaming <laughs> as I was tonguing his cheek. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He and I have never spoken of this right. in the ensuing 25 years, but I just had a flashback. Oh, that, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Huh, yeah, dude, I, that I, is a quick lapse against I think you called that, that a, a quintessential like a like 80s experience. <laughs> <laughs> that is some bullshit 80s experience like out of the start of an 80s movie where someone's dreaming about making out with a girl and it's their dog or some shit like yeah. that. But that really happens. I didn't, yeah, you're absolutely right, Anthony. I don't think people actually did that in real life. I thought that was yeah, only yeah, that's like when did, the, when did the voiceovers start? And that started the craziest summer of my life. <laughs> Wendy Peppercorn and I never saw each other again. <laughs> it's okay, Adam. You're in a safe place. See, you're, man, you're, you're lucky because I had, I had two brothers and we were just a few years apart. So every time my dad and my mom put us in a car for a road trip, it was just a matter of how fast my dad could try to hit all three of us at the same time <laughs> while driving, which I mean, some people have parents that drunk drive, and I think that's bad. My parents don't drink and drive, but my dad, I would have rather he drunk drove by himself that drove sober while trying to hit all three of us at the same time. Because I swear that's more dangerous. He was just like, fucking kids, and he's swinging his arm back there. We would just like, we would like do like Honda. a, what was kind of, we always called it the Simba, where we would take my youngest brother and be like, ah, and hold him out. So he would get hit. It's awful. Oh, yeah. I, that's uh, the last time I ever saw Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, do, yeah. you, do you remember what song was uh, playing or was there music playing when you made out with this girl? <laughs> no, there was, it was a location in El Cerrito called Split Rock. And that's kind of where we would go to. So many girls serious? also yeah. opportunities. <laughs> like, you went to a makeup spot. It was like a small group of people. I have. Teens. Yeah, I think it was in a VW Bug, actually. Wow. Dude, yeah. this is just wow. becoming more cliched by the moment. I know, it's really bad. A makeup Someone called Daniel Stern to narrate the rest yeah, of the She episode. was a senior? <laughs> like, she picked you up like a little 13-year-old Adam yeah. Sessler in her VW Bug? What like, the fuck did she do that? Were you, were, was it like the dazed and confused hazing scene? And she's like, oh, you're Yeah, we were, cute. we were doing theater... She had directed a play that I was in that became kind of like a big, like, you know, everyone really, really liked it. So I think it was more or less like, uh, let's show the little kid there's some appreciation. Wow. wow. I didn't see it that way. I yeah. was like, oh, my God, life is changing. Ha, 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 ha. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. I, I could only dream of making out with a senior when I was Where was this? 13. El Cerrito High School. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause it, like, I grew up in New Jersey, and if you took a girl to Split Rock, <laughs> she was she wasn't coming back the same. And neither was, were you. Someone was getting an STD. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of people were. The, the woods were. <laughs> and that was it. Oh my god, we that was did, long. We did that. 
Yeah, I was long. Well, well, you know, like goodness is. Uh, I'll put it this way: goodness is goodness gracious. is gracious. Yeah, yeah. goodness is greatness. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> well, it's, that's uh, debatable. I don't even know where to start. Thank you to the, to the to just the, everyone that came through. What, yeah, people like really. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? People come over and they just kind of spill spill yeah. their souls. Teal tequila. Yeah, she's uh, good. I just spill uh, Jeff Gersman, uh, Benny and the Jets, uh, uh, Grave Digger, the car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the wheels that fell off a of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Okay. The entire cast of Homie and Jabroni is yeah. available now on yep. TLC. A, a carrot, <laughs> a rope swing. Yep. <laughs> All the great guests we've had on this show. Donkey, Every, Donkey Kong Everything Jr. that Rob Schneider has ever played. That's in right. Yeah. The animal, the plank. We make a stupid show. We have fun with it, though. Uh, yeah. So thank you for listening. You've been stuck and sticking with us all this time. If you're just getting started and you're just kind of finding your way here, uh, it's it's really... it's Listen it's to our like best a, episode starring I'd, Eat Plum. I'd like to say it's like a it's not like a flat plain or like a mountain range. It's kind of a marsh. It's some of its some you of get its, your foot stuck in it. Some of its viscous. Some of its rather pungent. Uh, there's a there's a thick miasma that floats what? over most of it. You look don't, hard enough, you'll find a dead seagull. Yeah. Don't do not, don't describe the show as I like marsh. to think of our show as kind of that marsh from the to- the two towers where that skeleton tries to grab Frodo. We didn't invite all these great yeah. people over no, and tell like them that. to promote the so show. It's a nice little tundra. No, it's kind of like that. I'm saying it in a good a way. Swamp. It's a weird. It's a cool mystical swamp. Anyway, that's and the, if you that's if the you look if you look at the swamp close enough, it'll grab you by. The fucking face and pull you in there. I think and of the show. Smeagol has to jump in and, after and you. It's, it's full is, of frogs that won't stop croaking. It's more yeah. of a joke bog. Anyway, thank you yeah. to all of our friends and fans and family. It's for not like up that marsh from the Neverending Story that we're kills almost, the horse. We're almost at the end. Just let me power through this. No, but the show's not ending though. It's no. not ending. This episode is done. But there's like there's li- dozens of others you can get. There the are, show is a tray of this episode. This episode will continue. I mean, think of it this way, continue. Max. The show is a tray. This episode is our tax. So in we, that bog. Okay, is the, the Artax the horse? Yes. In the NeverEnding oh. Story? Oh. Uh, so this died, episode yeah. is dying horribly? So the show is not the swamp. Is no. Brian going to start crying? The horse is the first The show years. is a trail. The horse was this episode. The show's a trail. Your ears are the bog. Okay, so we're actually going to go to the end with the big gold statues and with the huge titties. Yeah. Yep. This I'm all about. Thank you so much for listening to the first, but not last, five years of The Comedy Button. Get more at thecomedybutton.com. Get more, even more from there with patreon.com slash comedy button where you can kick in a dollar or two a month, get more episodes, do exclusive hangouts with the cast, get movie commentaries, and even more. Thank you to everybody for making this possible. We love you. And... Get out of the swamp if you're the horse because you will die. Yeah, unless it's a good swamp. And then hang out in there. There's welcome, no good welcome swamp. To swamp. I'm trying to say that our show is like a good swamp, and people sometimes want to hang out in a swamp. That's why I go to spas. Thanks, thank, thanks for listening. <laughs>